Good morning, my name is Shari and I'm interviewing Nana Paul Reynolds for the One of the Cups podcast series too. Can you share what Wangata was like when you were here in the school and in the dorm? Yeah, um, it was quite a few years ago now. So um, 93 and 94, I schooled at Wangatha Caps. Um, back then, it was quite different than what we have here today. You guys uh, um, have your dorms on, on site, whereas um, when we first started coming out here, we had to come in from Peddler's Hostel, which was... Um, in uh, Daphne Street in actually Esperance, so we had to travel every morning to come to school. What made you want to come to Wangatha? Um, at the time, um, I think it was more of a, uh, a challenge for me. Um, I don't think I was um, getting um, what I needed from the local school, so um, I asked my parents if I could um, come out to Wangatha. Um, and, yeah, it was um, a different way of learning. Can you tell us what it felt like to be one of the first female students at Wangatha? Uh, one of the first female students at Wangatha was, was exciting. Um, I got to meet um, some great girls um, and some of the guys um, from all over um, WA. So it was, it was an eye-opener because um, people um, my age... Um, from all over. We had different stories and different backgrounds we were coming from, so it was exciting, um, yeah, to be a part of that. What year did you graduate Wongatha? I graduated Wongatha. Um, I did my year 12 in 94, so graduated in 94 at year 12. Can you tell us some of the things that you've learned while you were at Wongatha? There was quite a few things that I, I learnt at Wangatha. Um, the opportunity of doing uh, quite a variety of things, like the farming side of things, with the welding, with the, the mechanical side, as well as the woodwork. Um, I can remember working on uh, a, a gate that we had um, installed at the front of the... It's no longer there now. Um, I, I saw that coming in. Um, they removed that, but we, we did a, a nice sort of uh, hatching sort of gate um, at the uh, front of Wongatha, and that was one of our carpentry sort of woodworking stuff that we had to do. So it, it was quite a few things that um, it's from the even the, the Bible studies that we did with Uncle Harry. We um, Yeah, I enjoyed those as well. What were some of the good and not so good things about being at Wongatha? Uh, like I mentioned, um, we did have to travel um, uh, from our peddler's hostel all the way out to school. So getting up extra early um, was one of the things that I'm, I wasn't quite keen on. Um, but, you know, as a teenager, you um, you do want to um, stay at home and keep warm. But winter time was even harder, um, having to travel out in a, in a school bus out to go to school. What qualities has Wangata given you that helped you after you left? Um, one of the qualities I think um, Wangata um, helped me with is um, being able to talk to people from different backgrounds. I mean, we did come from different communities. We had quite a few kids um, that had travelled a long way and 
um, to make them feel at home where I live is, um, yeah, to be able to talk to um, to the students and and share similar experiences to build uh, friendships. Did you feel like at home while like other kids came when like you know? Did you help them out with like homesick when they were like waiting for a home? Yeah, so that that was a big part of um, you know helping people sort of um, because they did come from a long way away. I know I, I was, um, I think I was the only student that was local at that time, um, just to be able to talk through and, you know, talk about their community and talk about their families back home. I'm not quite sure if that helped um, with being homesick, but it just shows you the value that um, they have for their community and, and their families and wanting to um, better themselves with their education and being a long way from home to do that. What could Wangatha have done better to help you to get ready for work? Um, we were one of the first um, students um, here, so a lot of it was um, out of you know the teachers' control. They obviously had to source funding for computer stuff, and we had an opportunity to do small things on computers. But um, computers have come a long way. So, if if anything, I would I would mention to the students now to. You know, try to work on their computer skills because that's just a sign of the um, where we're heading to. So, sign of the days that we're more so technology-wise and learning about that. Um, did you find any challenges at Wangata? The challenge I found was um, the school um, year. A lot of the kids had to go back. You know, they they did about a week before the term finished. They had to travel back, so um, saying goodbye every you know, term and hoping that, you know, the students would want to come back because you'd form that friendship with them, yeah. Tell us more what you did after graduating from Wangata. Um, So I applied myself to more education, obviously. I, I did a certificate three in um, general education for adults and um, by that time um, I had my uh, first child so um, that didn't uh, stop me from applying myself you know um, to strive more into wanting to work so um, after my second child I had uh, an opportunity to work in a school um, even though my kids were young I'm, I'm glad that I worked because they were actually in the school system themselves so to be able to see them yeah, in school and working in a school was, was something that I, I valued and I did that for 18 years. Do you think the vet classes here in Wangata helped you later after you graduated? Absolutely. I feel like um, I apply those to my everyday um, life. I, I've never had someone say that um, I can't do anything. Um, I've learnt these skills and I should be able to apply that in my um, like in my own uh, right at home. So I do a lot of my maintenance around my house and, you know, things um, that I thought that would only a, a male could do. I've, you know, sort of shown and I've showed my daughter um, that as well, that, you know, if you apply yourself and there's ways of doing something different and you can do anything you set your mind to. So that was one of the things that I've, I've taken away from Wangatha. Who do you um, admire in your community and why? So who I admire in my community would be um, my auntie, um, Anigail Reynolds-Adamson. She's um, someone that I've looked up to um, in regards to uh, a business mind and, and also a strong um, Aboriginal woman. And also my father, um, Kevin Reynolds, like 
with showing me the cultural side of where we live and um, the stories behind um, our community and, and where we come from. What motivates you? I get a lot of motivation from from seeing um, young people achieve things like it could be anything from uh, a toddler doing something or that's, you know, a milestone or a young person, you know, uh, working um, and striving to be the best in that work environment. Sharing our culture within the wider community, that motivates me a lot um, just with um, to be able to sh- um, share our culture and, you know, talk to people about um, the importance of recognising First Nations people in this community. I think it's a bit of reconciliation, so it motivates me to get our stories out there. What is easy about going to work and what is hard about it? Easy about going to work is that I love what I do, uh, sharing our culture and educating um, people. not quite sure what the hardest thing would be. I think the, the hardest thing would be um, having to, to navigate the negativity side of things. We do have to work through a lot of things with our wider community um, in regards to um, reconciliation. So I think um, it's, a, it's a good thing, but it, it's also the hardest thing. Can you tell us a little bit about what you do? I've got a variety of roles um, within my role at Esperance Day Iraq. I'm a um, community engagement officer, um, but I also wear a lot of hats underneath that. I've got a um, role at um, Esperance Community Arts uh, as a community engagement officer, so um, uh, I do arts like arts um, stuff as well as education stuff as well as communication with um, agencies like collate information. Yeah, it's a whole range of range of things that I do. It's complicated at the moment. Is we're working on um, to be able to sum sum up uh, what Dayrak is as an organisation. You know, do cultural inductions. Yeah, and offer those to the wider community. It's a little bit of everything. Thank you for being part of the past student story. Yeah, so thanks very much for having me, Shari. I appreciate um, you interviewing me. Um, it's good to come back to Wongatha and as an ex-student. So thank you very much. Mm-hmm.